Hey, sunshines. What's up? It is 631 in the morning on November 25th. It is almost Thanksgiving. Holy shit. Hang on. Let me turn this heater off, y'all. I know you can hear that. It's like, because I asked my husband the other day, he could hear my wiper blades because I make my podcast through um, my speakers on my car now. So it's, I just didn't know how much you could hear. And I'm I asked him if he could hear the heater when it was running, and he said, oh yeah, it sounds like um, static or white noise or something. I'm like, ooh, yeah, so they could totally hear that on my podcast. (laughs) I said, I had to let the car get heated up before I started uh, blabbing in the morning. So, what's been up with you guys? Like, what's good? Let's not talk about what happen that's bad unless it's got a lesson from it because you know you got a lesson in there somewhere like even though it sucks balls you're like why would this happen why would this happen well why did it happen what did you learn from it you know (coughs) so well you know let's not we're not gonna get preachy (laughs) because god knows it sucks it sucks when shit happens it does Um, So I'm going to share with you some stuff to make you laugh and, you know, get you going and having fun. Like, why dredge up the past? If it's already happened, let's start today off by, I'm going to start today off by telling you funny stuff. Um, That's, you know, like yesterday when I was at the psychic fair, uh, I met a girl there the last time I went, because it's twice a year in Cincinnati. It's called the Victory of Light. And no, I'm not affiliated with it yet, but, um, let's see, April and November it happens. So April, um, my friend Jacob went with me and he split off and went to a couple things by himself, a couple seminars he wanted to see and, you know, that resonated to him and I went to whatever I was wanting to go to and we met back up. Well, he had a friend with him when he came back and her name was Heather and she was funny. Like we hit it off first thing, you know, really good friends, you know, like, I don't know, like we'd met before and stuff. Am I behind a damn school bus? That never happens to me. It must be turning off or something. Like what is going on? Yep. I'm, I'm running ahead of time. So that's weird two weird things. Like one, I'm never behind a school bus, so he must be turning off (laughs) because the universe would never do that to me. And two, because I'm running early. So that's funny. I'm, I'm just like sitting there ready to go to work. And so I'm like, well, why not just go ahead and leave, you know? So anyways, adventures in Ohio farmland. He like, you literally drive down the road and see a huge harvester coming the other day or, um, back when, you know, I was telling you guys about that. You can see anything here. I just passed, I'm behind a school bus. There's a humongous garbage can and we're like on this country road. <laughs> I'm like, there's like room for nobody back here and a line of traffic. I guess it's about eight cars, but I'd much rather go back roads and take the highway cause it's a hot mess out there. The, the um mood out there is ugly. It's ugly. Those are like some, those are the low vibrational folks to me, you know, like they don't even, they don't have a clue yet, you know, like I'd much rather look at the greenery and cut through the woods, but that's, that's the hillbilly in me. So, but I guess it's about the only way I connect with nature, you know? So anyways, I was at the psych fair yesterday and Heather ends up, we catch up with her because Saturday me and Jake hung out and we kept missing her all day. She was in totally different seminars because there's 90 different seminars you can go to. So meaning every hour on the hour, um, I think we have about 10 rooms down there. It's probably a small, you know, it's not the Cincinnati convention center. It's not Northern Kentucky. It's not humongous. So there's not a ton of room. I mean, there's probably more rooms than that available, but the ones we go to are, there's like 10 of them in the Sharonville Convention Center. And in each one of those, 
is a seminar and then all day long starting at 11 until 5 there are classes and you can choose anything from past life regressions to um, like we went we went to a past life regression one we went to um, which was a kind of a hypnosis taking you back and she tells you how to do it and you know what to look for and you just let whatever shows up shows up because that's most relevant for you to help you move forward in this life. So um, that is a form of hypnosis. And then we went to the crystal singing bowls and brass bowls. That's Ron Esposito. And he's amazing. And I got like he was giving out free CDs. And um, he's amazing. RonEsposito.com. And I was sitting right next to the wall. Like we went in and there was no seats left except for this one row. And we went had to like climb over some people and then I was right next to the ball on the right hand side of me and when they get those bowls um, vibrating with that wand however they do it in that small little room we were in with about 250 people that sound was reverberating off of the wall into my eardrum on the right hand side and it was just like wah 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 you know what I mean it was like it was just weird, you know, because you can feel the sound. You literally can feel it bouncing off the wall onto your skin, you know. And you know that sound is more than just just a, just something you hear. I actually felt it on my skin when I was bouncing next when I was when I was bouncing next to the wall. I <laughs> know when it was bouncing off the wall into my ear, you know. And it was so like just prominent, like it was like meant. I was meant to sit there, you know, but, um, I made, I'm like, Jake, take your jacket off of your lap, put it up here in this chair in front of me. And we pulled the chair back a little bit cause he has a nice coat and, um, he put all of his stuff he was carrying in that chair. I said, you've got to relax and enjoy this, you know, like just get comfy cause everybody here is here to enjoy this. Trust me, you're going to be in space in about two minutes when this starts. And because this is the first time with Ron Esposito doing these crystal bowls was the first time I had like what I would call lift off. You know, I mean, it's the first time I had to reintegrate after um, basically it was such a an effective method. Like in person is the best way to do it. His CDs don't do it justice. They do through headphones. You know, like if you have a nicer set of headphones, I have some over the ear headphones and I'm sure it's going to sound great with them, but I'm thinking, like, I guess I'd have to put it in the computer. I'm like, I don't even have a CD player anymore. <laughs> but, um, anyways, um, it, it, it really does something, the frequencies in your brain. And they're, like, pure and, oh, my gosh. But, anyways, it's your own experience. He does not guide you, but he does do... It was creepy to me the first couple of times because he goes, he does like this chanting thing and he has a really low voice and it's kind of freaky in the beginning and, but it's like root chakra because the frequency is so slow and so deep that, you know, like the, um, if you measured it on a sound meter, it would, they would probably be really far apart, you know, cause they're like, it's such a deep, um, bassy sound and um then the higher frequencies it's like the opposite so he's working on all the chakras with these bowls and basically i think that's what it's doing is it's open up opening up and clearing your energy field and your chakras and stuff so anyways the first time i did it i didn't even tell you the funny thing i was gonna tell you something funny okay i'll tell you that right after this so the the bowls are rocking and rolling. And when you're out there, like, you're not really looking to do anything. Your mind's just on pause. Like, literally, it's like closing your eyes and going to sleep. You're asleep in your body, but awake in your mind. But it's peaceful. And then, God, is it blissful. And you can just stay out there forever, you know, because it's just peace. It's just nothing. No noise. No kids screaming. No bosses yelling. No friends calling you, hey, you gonna come over? Blah, blah, blah. None of that. It's just so fucking peaceful. 
So anyways, I suggest checking him out. I'm not affiliated with him either. It's just something I love to do. I mean, I told Jake, you've never done it. You've got to do this because he did a 30 minute session and it felt like five minutes had passed. I mean, you know what I mean? It was just like, and now with me, the first time I did it, having never experienced it, I was, I had to sit there for a minute because I felt lightheaded. You know what I mean? And I had to do what they call reintegrate. Like you, you're, you realize that you're more than your body and that you have to sit there for a minute and ground back into your body. Oh, you asshole. It was my turn. <laughs> so he had that coming. So <laughs> that was at a four way stop. And I was there way before that guy and he cut me off. I, the thing is I hit the gas. And he could have had his, I could have hit him. But the universe would never do that to me. But anyways, you're still allowed to be a bitch. You're still allowed to emote when you're a positive person. It's honoring yourself. So don't think that you have to be like all perfect and positive. Like, I forgive you. Because that's not honoring your real self. Your real self is allowed to get pissed every now and then, guys. You know, it's like... That's what we want you to do. We want you to move those emotions if you have, especially if you have stuck ones from the past, like that you ain't processed something that you really wanted to tell somebody, you got to get that shit out because when you let it, you stuff it down, it's going to manifest somewhere and it's probably either going to manifest, it's going to manifest somewhere as a disease in your body because you stuffed it down. You haven't processed it. And your emotions are really powerful. And if you don't, if you can't tell that person, you need to journal it and process it and get it out of you because it's in you. It's like poison. You get it out. It no longer has an effect on you. And you're probably going to cry, cry and you're probably going to be pissed, but that's what you need to do. You need to feel it fully. So don't get that mixed up with because I'm a light worker. I don't have the right to be pissed when somebody cuts me off because, um, you know, I mean, they created that for themselves. I didn't do that to them. They, they did something wrong. So, you know, if you send them a negative emotion, it's because they did it. You didn't do it on purpose to them. You didn't lash out. They brought it on themselves by being a dick, you know? So that's the way I feel about all karma. Let me tell you what happened. That was funny. I got all serious. Um, so me and Heather had to go to the bathroom. We were standing in the hallway and we were talking about, it was three of us. So me and Jake, Jake's pretty serious. He's pretty, even he's a guy and guys are, um, they need somebody wacky sometimes to make them cut loose after they've been on the planet for a while. Cause they're, they seem like they want to take life real serious sometimes, you know, like they get into like working and even with him, even though he's an astrologist and he's really positive and he just doesn't want to let his real fun self out. And same way with my husband. Like if, if things aren't perfect all the time, then everybody suffers. Like I'm not going to share myself with you because I'm unsettled. So misery loves company kind of thing. Even if he just stares at the, phone and plays video games and ignores the world, you get none of me until everything's settled. So basically just closes himself down. Um, but that shit's coming to a stop. So, cause I'm going to start poking at him every time. Did that piss you off? How'd that make you feel? You know, I'm just going to start helping him get it out. Cause like, you've got to get these feelings out. You guys, like it will manifest as disease in your body. Seriously. I'm, I'm totally fucking serious. Every disease is just an imbalance in your energy field or it's unprocessed. It's basically an unprocessed um, trauma or something from your past or someone has passed and you didn't get to tell them the way you felt or you feel guilty or something and you can still write them a letter because um, they're probably reading it over your shoulder. <laughs> like they're always with you. If you're thinking of them, they're immediately with you. But God damn it, I keep telling, forgetting to tell you. There was three of us, we were standing out there in the hallway, and even though Jake's pretty serious all the time, like, we can cut up about stuff, but it's hard to really get him going unless you have, like, a third person. And then he'll get wacky, you know. But, sorry, I'm opening some, uh, some gummy bear things that we got at Aldi. But, um, 
we, we were out there in the hallway, and I don't know what we were talking about, but I went to Heather, and I was like, googie, googie, doogie, doogie, you know, like grabbing her cheeks, and I was like, wait a minute, what sign are you? And she says, cancer. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, how come I'm being so wacky? I'm like, it's because you're wacky, ain't it? And she's like, yeah, I am when I get going. I said, I'm picking up your field. I said, because I've only met you twice in person. And I'm already, already like wanting to pinch your cheeks going, googie, googie, googie. You know, and I was like, and you just laughed at it. And I was like, so that's funny. That says a lot. I was like, we're never getting drunk together because we'll laugh until our stomachs hurt. You know, like, it just seems like <clears throat> she's really funny. So, <laughs> we were already acting wacky in the hallway, and we were all three laughing, and people probably thought we were nuts. Because when you're learning about things of spiritual nature and chakras and all that, people get serious for a while. But they don't realize that the higher vibrational emotions are what brings you the amazing things through like law of attraction and stuff, you know, like the more you laugh, the more joy you have, the more things you, the universe will bring you to keep you in that state. You know what I mean? That's why gratitude, being in gratitude brings you more things to be grateful for, but you can't forget to laugh, you know? And so anyways, we were laughing over whatever we were talking about, cutting up. And then we went down to the, Heather's like, I got to pee. You want to come with me? And I'm like, yeah, cause I got a fart. And she's like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> cause she's not used to just somebody being open like that. And I'm like, come on, you seriously, are we still ashamed of farting? Like get over it already, you know? And, um, so anyways, she's basically running down the hallway cause everybody's in the seminars. Cause this was after the astrology one. Oh my God, you guys. Got to hear the astrology event for next year. Um, we go in the bathroom. And, you know, like, I was going to fart in the bathroom. Like, when I was in the actual stall. But for some reason, I, yeah, I did. I did fart in there. And I peed. And then I came out. And we were washing our hands. And I was like, oh, I have another one. <laughs> and she's like what did you eat today? And I'm like, cinnamon crunch cereal. <laughs> she's like, what the hell? I was like, it's just energy moving. Get over it. You know, I'm at the psychic fair. It's natural. Like cough, fart, pee, poop, whatever. You know, it's like something's moving. Oh, here's another odd vehicle. I don't know what that thing was, but anyways, um, so I cut, I backed around the corner into the stall, but just like duck put my butt in there and I was still talking to her and I was like oh that's better and then here comes a lady right in the front door doesn't that always happen like every time you rip one like in public and you know but nobody else really knows somebody will come in and walk right through it that's like the universe saying ha ha, ha we're gonna make you laugh you know kind of thing because here comes somebody or it's because you're scared somebody will. And then the universe says, yes. As a matter of fact, I'm sending someone right now. <laughs> and because the universe only says yes. And it's like, you know how you automatically think, well, I hope no one walks through this. And then absolutely every time you fart in public, someone walks over and walks through it. You know? So it's like, oh my God, this is freaking hilarious. Because this is how I used to be all the time, you guys. I used to be wacky and nutty and have so much fun with people, you know? And I don't know what it is about farting that makes me laugh, but it just does. I don't take it serious like everybody else. And um, even at work the other day, I'm like, really? You have to have your pampers in a box because why? Oh, it's a gift. It's a baby shower gift because here comes the gift receipt coming out of the, you know, printer. And I'm like, oh, here's your diapers that your baby's going to fill with shit later. You know, so I'm like, here, you know, what a sweet baby shower gift. Get them some cute onesies or something. Let's save the boring shit. Maybe it was a mom helping a daughter out across the country. I don't know. But I, I found an opportunity to make fun of it. And I'm like, that was my thing, you know, this morning on Facebook. 
is try to laugh a little today, you know, and get your vibe up. Find somebody to make fun of. Make fun of one of your bosses. I didn't put all that. I wanted to put all that, but it wouldn't be on that pretty wallpaper if I did. You know, you can only write, like, so many keys or something. It's like fucking Twitter if you use one of those cutie pie little colored squares on Facebook. So, um, you know, anyways. So, guess what? Um... Let's see. What else did we do? What was I going to tell you about? Oh, the astrology event. Um, there, Saturn and Jupiter are in a huge conjunction, which only happens like every 20 years. Um, and there are certain patterns that happen with astrology. They had to study astrology for thousands of years to get down. They had to record it. And then generation after that took it over. And generation after that took it over. Um, so they can see the patterns of what happens when certain things happen, when certain stars and planets align. And, um, they can basically predict kind of by all of these thousands of years of, of studying it, that certain things are going to happen. And of course, each planet resonates to an energy and each house resonates to an energy and each, um, sign resonates to an energy and then they have an element associated with them like fire earth air fire or water and um whew, so next not this december next month but a year from now in 2020 the year of what i call vision clear vision you know because 2020 vision is is perfect vision um there is a huge conjunction in between the election, which is November 5th, and inauguration, which is January 2021. Well, guess what? It Jupiter has to do with expansion, I believe, and growth and shifting and changing. And that's the um, Santa Claus of the astrology, of, of the planets in astrology. And then um, Saturn is over, like, you know, um, structure and um, powers that be, governments, you know, things of that nature. So next year, what it looks like is there's going to be a huge shift in governments. And, and we're talking in a positive way because... Jupiter is all is like the Santa Claus of it can also bring material wealth expansion. It can all and always we're always expanding. We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always evolving. You see what I'm meaning? Like as a person, as a soul that incarnates over and over if we choose to do so. We are always moving forward and learning more and expanding more and bringing more, you know, bringing more whatever like to help expand the consciousness and we're getting right and it's an Aquarius Aquarius people I think I have a theory that this conjunction next year is the, the gateway to the age of Aquarius like the genuine age of Aquarius because if this is the case this was um, like she showed the history of, of what happened at each one of these conjunctions, and there were major events in the world happening, like, um, when England, um, wanted to take Scotland, and Scotland had to fight for their independence, that's when one of them happened, like, and I, I that's just the only one I can remember, she gave a whole list, it was like history class, I'm like, that part's boring to me, but I get what you're saying, you're saying something major happened every time this conjunction occurred, and um, it's a major shift in somebody taking their independence or somebody moving forward or, you know, as far as governments. Okay. And uh, hello. Guess what? Um, I was reading Cosmo magazine the other day. The November 2019 issue has a huge article about this. And that um, Elizabeth Warren has a great looking chart for next year. I'm just interested if you took Marianne Williamson's and read it next to that because she is absolutely one of us and I don't think she's being taken seriously enough because people don't know who she are, who she is and she's not getting any camera time 
and she's outworking the people though. So she might actually shock us because, um, I would love to see a heart centered person. You know, she's taught the, um, channeled text course in miracle for 30 years, you know, and she's up there with like Wayne Dyer. She has a lot of number one New York times bestseller. And I think that's why people are not taking her as seriously in the general public. But since when has the general public been aware of anything metaphysical that, that they could move things energetically? You know what I mean? They just kind of are still asleep to all of that. So, um, they're like, but, um, Elizabeth Warren seems to have more momentum. And I think that a part of Marianne Williamson has, is expanding that we didn't know. She, of course she's confident. Of course she's awesome. Of course she's amazing and, and centered and grounded and intuitive. She's completely aligned. It feels like to me, but then, since this is going on, she's in a place of discomfort or expansion herself, an experience she's never had, which is, um, she's basically being left out. You know, she's not getting any camera time. They're not allowing her to speak. Um, she's going to talk shows and things, but during those debates and things, she was not put on camera in the public eye enough. She definitely got Googled as number one search a lot. But anyway, so this big event has a lot to do with a shift in government. And I was like, good, maybe that old queen in England will die after that too. You know, because, <laughs> you know, um, well, you know how like the United States government, like they're talking, someone's talking about taking away, ter putting terms on people in Congress and House of Representatives or whatever, because now as it stands right now, they have to die before they're out of that position. They can't be voted out. They're in there forever, which means they're set on a salary. And we have like 80 year old men that, um, are still, um, voting for and voting against modern rules and the way we have evolved as a whole in the masses. And they're still, they still have that conservative way of thinking from like 1940. You know, like they're still sitting with all those values. So that's why nothing has evolved in this country because we have people voting on things that are like, not all of them, but they're trying to get, people are talking at different candidates for presidency are trying to get um, a term put on that so they can be voted in and voted out. And we can change the laws as we evolve as a whole in the country. You know what I mean? And um, we can't do it with people who have values set from way lower vibrational times. You know, like, yeah, back back in the day, everybody was scared of marijuana. Everybody was scared of, um, you know, like they were in a lack mentality about money or fearful that they would go broke. Or, you know, we have people worried uh, up sitting there on Congress that think, oh, I'm not going to have enough money. If I'm, if I'm voted out of here, you know, like, and they've, you know what I mean? Like they just don't, they're in lack scarcity thought. Um, so they don't want to pass laws that help. They don't realize that if we spend more, we're going to end up earning more. Like if the government spends more on us, we're going to end up feeding the economy because we're going to have, if they put us through school, we'll have more money to spend and it'll make our economy grow. But, you know, anyways. They, I think they have their own agenda anyways, but we won't get into all of that. Um, I thought I brought something to drink with me. I am like parched, but, um, let's see out of the serious stuff. Um, what else did we do? We, we went to a dragon and, um, light body seminar, which was for more for Jake, but very interesting that the, the conversation she was holding because she was talking about, um, there being a call next year, like, um, which was funny because we have that big event next year that were, she's talking about fifth dimensional, um, things. And I didn't hear really anybody else talking about 5d, but 
she was saying when, you know, I've been in this for 20 years and I've been saying, um, rainbow light body. She's known about that for like all, but yeah, China and the Eastern countries have known about the rainbow light body ascension, you know, which is basically 5d, um, for 20 years, for a billion, for billions of years, for uh, centuries, let's put it that way. They've, they've known about this, you know, cause they were gurus and meditating for, they dedicated lives, their lifetimes to meditation and stuff and connecting with the divine. So, um, this woman's like, you have to be careful. Someone might just take five, take their 3d and replace it with a five because that's, what's cool. Now, everybody's talking about 5D and star seeds. Well, it is a li getting a little star seedy at our, um, at our psychic fair now, which I have never seen that before. Um, I, actually, I saw it at the last one. But prior to that, I have never seen anyone talking about galactic energy. Well, in another one, a crystals and gems class, the lady did reference whether she didn't know if they were angels or if they were... Um, she used the word alien, but celestial can mean of the stars. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to mean angels. So it could be people are starting to ponder whether or not it's angels or if it's a higher dimensional being that we could refer to as a galactic neighbor. You know, I don't like to use the word alien because it sounds... Um, like you're trying to make somebody go away or you're trying to alienate them, you know, or in segregate them. So I like to use the word galactic neighbor <laughs> or the term. So anyways, it's interesting what's coming up and that people have been talking about, um, certain things unfolding at certain times and that, you know, the, the big shift in consciousness is due to, the star seeds coming in, you know, which are people that have come from, you know, other star systems and stuff because of the atomic bomb in 1940, whoever, you know, in the 1940s, I think is when that went off and so many prayers went up. So, um, then of course the baby boomers were born and they ended up being the flower children of the sixties and seventies and the make love, not war kind of people and the peace signs and all that. And, um, then, uh, then after that, there was like another wave that came in, which was kind of like my people who were like the crystal kids, you know, the, in, not, not angels, uh, indigo kids, stuff like that. And then, um, I think after that's when the star seeds showed up, you know, uh, like the millennials and stuff. So, but there's a lot of in-betweeners because, um, it's not like a solid boundary between those different waves and generations of people that have come to assist since that atom two atomic bombs went off, I think, didn't they? Like Hiroshima and another one. Uh, I forget the other city, but I've never been a history person. So, um, Anyways, there's a lot of talk about that call being put out to the universe for people to come here and assist because, like, an atomic bomb would create a horrible, you know, like, you could, like, literally fuck up other shit in the universe with that ripple effect, you know, that negativity, and, um, you know, that can be felt throughout the universe, just being blunt about it. And if, if there is, and because I believe there is other beings out there, they're going to feel that shit, you know? And there's no doubt in my mind that they said, Hey, these fuckers on earth are going to blow themselves up. They're, they're so fucking low vibe. We got to go over there and help, you know what I mean? And then they sent, you know, sent them through the wormhole, which the, I would just say, I would just compare that to the vagina. You know, like when someone gives birth, that's a fucking wormhole. You're coming out of nothing into something. You know what I mean? You're coming out of the void, the emptiness of space. You're making something out of nothing. Like my dad used to say, ah, you wasn't even thought of yet. 
Like, they didn't even know that I existed in the universe. I was still star stardust, you know. My dad would, he didn't say it like that, of course. He just said, you weren't even thought of when that was going on, you know. And I'm like, yeah, because I was still stardust then, you know. Because we're all made of stardust, you guys. Pixie dust. So, anyways, I think there's a lot. I think everybody that's on this planet came, they took the red pill. Because you came during this time to experience this shift and this awakening on this planet. And you came to assist. If you're listening to this, you are probably one of those volunteers. I hate to say it, but you, you might have felt it all your life. And that's why you're interested or listening. But you are probably a light worker. Or in the, you refer to yourself somehow with this. You know, one of those references. Oh, look, my car just drove itself in there. I was like, I didn't really want to go yet. <laughs> there was another car coming. But it gets aggressive in the parking lot out here. Makes me happy that I'm not on... Oh, good. There's a spot right there. You're not going to cut me off because I'm going to take this spot. My little tiny car makes such tight turns. I love this Kia Soul. It's so fucking awesome. I mean, this guy stopped me one day. He's like, I wish I could make turns like that. And because I turned like, I did like a hairpin turn because there's this little gas station in Mainville and I'm coming from Goshen. And to turn into it, you have to not only turn right, but to turn into the gas pump, you have to basically do a, a 180. <laughs> and um, that's what I did. I turned in and I didn't even realize what a sharp turn it was, but a guy would, of course. I didn't pay any attention to it. And he's like, yeah, um, that's crazy. I just saw you take that turn like it was nothing. I'm like, this little thing turns on a dime. What do you, it's a box. You know, I'm like, it's awesome. And it grips the road. It's got like such a low center of gravity. Oh, I love this little car. And it has this little button and it says drive mode next to the shifter. And you can hit that button and it goes into sport and sport drive. And you immediately see the RPMs go. So it goes up, you know, and it, when you're on the back roads, now that will chug your gas though. You know what I'm saying? Like it will chug the gas and it's funny, but it, it grips the road like you wouldn't believe. I love this little car. And it has like 23 airbags. So my husband was in a car accident when he was young. And he had he was asleep with his face on the window. And had his hand up there kind of on his face. And he has a scar on his hand that if he holds it to his face, it connects with his eyebrow or whatever. I don't know if I've told you this before, but feels like I have. And he put his, he was asleep with his hand by his face. And the scar goes... It just connects from his hand to his foot. This is how I was sitting when that car T-boned us or whatever. And this car has, um, what are these called? Airbags in the windows. So if you get a side impact, this these huge airbags pop up. So, you know, like your face can't get hit with glass. You're, I mean, I don't know if they're in the door too or you know but 23 fucking airbags that's crazy so i'm telling you what guys it's cold in ohio it is cold but guess what so here i gotta tell you some fun stuff they have these um tuning forks down there and we were playing with them because the lady has them out to show them to you and stuff to sell and you you can hit that tuning fork and it was 4,000 hertz. And it's like, um, you can clean your house with them without staking it up with sage because basically everything comes down to vibration. And, and it's called an angel tuner. So since I'm working on mediumship, I thought what better way to connect with the frequency of angels, you know, is to clear your house, clear arguments, clear negativity, um, if you have entities that you feel like you're, you have like a boogeyman in your house or something low vibrational, it, it would be by, or even if you don't, you know, you don't, and you don't have any form of cleansing that you do because the air does hold information. So if you argue in your house, it's like, it's going to stale and stagnate in there. And then you're going to repeat that same cycle because you're breathing it in and out, you know, like you're in it, you're saturated in it. And I, I have to clean my house a lot, you know, like, and Brian doesn't like sage and I don't particularly like smelling sage, 
Um, so, and I know everything comes down to vibration. So I got a tuning fork and she told me basically what you want to do is just set your intention. Like if you can't reach a corner, you don't need a ladder. You can basically, it reverberates through the air. So she's like, just put your arm up there as far as you can into the corner and intend for it to reach that corner. You know what I mean? Like, you're just going to go through and ping it in your whole house, you know, like all around the room. So I did it like in the corners, down along the floor, you know, not, not like I'm sweeping or anything, y'all. You don't have to do it you know, like maybe six times in a normal room would clean it, but you know, eight if you feel froggy, you know, four corners and then like four times in the middle of the room somewhere. Just kind of like covering all that space because it reverberates out. It probably would only take two or three and I'm telling you too many. But anyways, so I went through the house and cleared it completely with that. And it was super cheap. Go online, look at them. They're like 30 bucks. And um, then... That was really cool because then my stepson came in and found a $25 gift card uh, visa in his room after that happened. Because they went out to explore an accident that had happened out in front of our neighborhood. He was like, can we go look at it? And, well, him and dad made a space. The universe, Because the universe knew I wanted to come home and clear the air. You know what I mean? And... I was going to get cards that day and Saturday, a deck of Oracle cards, but there were none that I picked out because I went, got up early yesterday morning. So I wouldn't be in the busy, crazy place around everybody else's energy, trying to figure out what deck I wanted because they don't have enough pictures and stuff on the back of them. I want to, I wanted ones that resonate to what I can read already, which is like, I can read, I do chakras, I do colors, I do numbers. Um, I do, um, like the moon, uh, the moonology ones. So I picked this, this chakra deck that's pretty specific and the outside of the card is the color of the chakra it resonates to. Plus it has an actual word like, um, honesty or something on that, you know, and it'll resonate to a certain chakra, you know, so that'll incorporate into the reading and it can be pretty specific, you know what I mean? So when you're doing a multi-card reading, like pick a cards on YouTube, then it's going to be pretty accurate if that word comes out. You know what I mean? Like, that'll be pretty cool to see how that goes. Because I didn't end up, I only ended up getting one deck out of the four decks I picked. And then the other one was, there was a numerology one, chakra one, and, um, oh, work your light. And it's got pink roses on the back. And I have seen those in the Enchanted Moment shop, but they did not have them with them at the thing yesterday or this weekend. And Moonology. Moonology, Numerology, Chakras. and Because the Chakra ones and the Numerology ones I can use for color. And um, I get to learn more about Numerology and learn more about the Chakra system, um, you know, using those types of cards, but I still can go by the color and then they're very specific with the words that are on them. And I like when I do readings for it to basically tell a story, it can be very specific. So, um, then the moonology cards tell, they can give you an idea about a timeline. I feel like, and they, they're pretty good about telling you what freaked me out is when I used them is that one card blended seamlessly into the next card. Like it said what the last card said exactly like in the first sentence. It was weird when I did my reading last night with them. I was like, let's just see what's left, what's happening for the rest of November. And something is have, I'm having a, um, apparently a fiery climax in the next week. And the end of, uh, a rough cycle, it said, and then a new beginning, and this is before December 1st, so it's going to cycle pretty fast, something else new starting, I don't know what that means, like a new cycle starting, but then it said, hold on to your dreams, was one of the cards, and 
then was all, all your hard work is paying off. And then the last card, you know, to tell me what was going to happen before. I didn't say chronological, so I don't know what order any of this is coming in. But obviously something's got to end before something begins. But um, the last card that I chose was, you're so close to your goal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how it ends for November. So it's exciting because it's like, I don't want to do December yet because I want to see how this pans out. You know what I mean? I want to get closer to the end of this month because this week is Thanksgiving and it's harvest time, you know? So I've been talking about harvest time for like two months now and been getting exciting, excited about it because I feel like something really big is going to happen this year for me because um, I've been putting myself out there for you know, being more vulnerable and opening myself up and accepting myself for who I am. And once you do that, then the universe, you created a new vibration and the universe will say, Hey, you're ready to go do what you came to do. Let's get you somewhere. Let's get you an opportunity so you can get started, you know, but I'm curious about this fiery climax. I'm wondering what it's like this big, exciting moment is going to happen, you know, and it's kind of got me excited because I know it's all positive stuff. A fire, fiery is just, we've entered Sagittarius season, you know, like it's going to come fast. Like this exciting new cycle is going to, it's going to be like out of the blue, you know? So I'm excited because I've put a few intentions out there over the last couple of days. I did the, the goddess, um, the, the goddess activation, um, with Reagan Hillier yesterday morning before going to the psychic fair and a, another activation by her where she actually uses light language or light coding to, um, she calls it energetic architecture. She, um, pulls things out of your field and puts in, she basically activates DNA, you know, that stuff they call junk DNA. Well, by the end of it, She's having you repeat, I am an intuitive goddess. I am the intuitive goddess. And she um, was somewhere with someone working on a project, pulled every, pulled all the stops out, said, Spirit just told me to go to Greece, these Greek islands. You know, like she's very in tune with Spirit. And she went to the Greek islands to, and then rode a boat six hours to Dulles Island, which is a, more, it has lots of ruins on it, you know, like temples and ruins from the Roman times. And, you know, like she was looking around. She's like, I don't know where to go. Where do you want me to go? And then she just started walking in a direction and she got to this one point and she looked up on top of this like mountain or hill or something. And she said, she got the intuitive hit, go there. There's where we want you to go. So she walks up this hill, gets to the top there's this temple with 13 pillars and it's called the temple of men. And can, it just gave me cold chills, like on my spine and my shoulders and stuff. Like where else would be the most awesome place to make women the rise and the activation of the goddess energy on this planet to be activated than the temple of men in the ruins of the Greek Island, Dulles Island. Like, back in the day, that's where the divine masculine was celebrated. You know what I mean? And now, she has went there and and has come to activate through light codes and light, you know, light language, which I think is the ancient knowledge coming back in. And she's helping women activate their intuition and activate abilities. And the men that are in power right now have had this the whole time. But they used it for bad, you know, and that's why we need the balance of the nurturing, caring female, the, the divine feminine and love. We need that love energy back. You know, logical has its place in the world. Um, abundance has its place in the world. Prosperity has its place in the world. But on the unbalanced side, it becomes greed and lust and power being abused for one's benefit and not not sharing it, not helping other people. We should all have access to that, including men who don't know how to do it and including women who never knew that they could have the ability to change themselves into the goddess energy. Like we're talking about on the inside first and then it reflects on the outside as you become more confident in yourself. So 
anyways, she was, she called in Isis. She called in all of these goddesses and divine feminine energies and honored the man, the masculine energy and said, you, thank you for witnessing the rise of the divine feminine and the goddess energy being activated and we honor you and you will be upgraded as you are witnessing the rise of the divine feminine to stand next to you. And, and you know, that's what it's all about is becoming equals. W women were never meant to be submissive. They were meant to be the queen to the king kind of thing. <laughs> that, that just rhymed. That was funny. But um, yeah, like we were always meant to stand by our man, not stand under our man's foot or be a slave. You know what I mean? So um, this is all about all of us getting our divine abilities, you know, and um, they're coming whether you like it or not, people like it's done been unleashed on the planet. Like, that's why things are going to, you, if you're not with the program, you're going to probably take a fall first. And, or if you're in a negative vibration or a low vibration, you're probably going to have some lessons to learn before you catch up and things get better. But maybe if you take it seriously and you hear and, and receive some of this information, you can begin to shift yourself into a higher vibration by just acting like random acts of kindness and saying, you know what? I don't want to experience suffering. This is a preventative thing now. The universe is giving me this information so I don't have to suffer, you know? So, I mean, things happen for a reason. It's um, preventative measures now instead of um, having to fall apart at the seams before before you say, hey, if there's a God, why did you do this to me? You know, or if there's a God or there can't be a God because God would never do this to me. Well, the divine is trying to help you through this podcast. So you can't say you didn't get help or someone didn't offer it to you if you don't listen to this. Because the more you resist, you're just going to suffer more because doing it by yourself just doesn't work. I did it for 30 years. And I'm not, you don't have to go to church to get this, honey. You just, you just say, I receive, I ask, and, and I love myself so much that, and I love myself the way the universe loves me, that I was never aware of. I was never aware that the universe loved me so much that it was thinking about creating me long before I got here, you know? So... There's a force of good that wants you to have a wonderful experience. You were never put here to have a suffering, horrible experience. So that's just something we were conditioned to think that we were going to always suffer. But you can either take it and use it or leave it and give it a whirl. See if everything goes better your way. You know, trying it on your own. But it's 723. I'm getting off here. I'm going into work. Everybody have a magical, prosperous day today. And a blessed day. And I hope that everything works out in your favor today. Because every day and every way, we are all getting better. So, see you guys later. Bye.